So here's the million dollar question. How are men like us who work hard, have good motives and a God-given purpose supposed to fulfill the calling on our lives and the dreams in our hearts, all while establishing sexual integrity, thriving relationships, and a meaningful connection with God? That is the question, and this podcast will give you the answers. My name is Sathya Sam. Welcome to Unleash the Man Within. Hey, what's up, everybody? It's Sathya Sam here. Welcome to Unleash the Man Within. Another great day and another time for a great episode. Um, oh, you know what? It's funny. I was, I was about to say, oh, I have nothing to dive into or nothing to say before I dive into the topic today. But I do, actually. Um, so funny story. Uh, in October, first week of October, I was in Austin, Texas for a mastermind event. And you probably heard me on the podcast. I was saying, hey, I'm going to be in Austin. Uh, I'd love to meet up with any of you guys who are listening that are from the area. Yeah, I have a, bu- I have a bunch of clients in Texas. Uh, I don't think any of them are in Austin, but they're all in surrounding areas. And so we had planned this out. And, you know, I mean, it wasn't like anything epic, but there were like a few people uh, who were like, yeah, I want to meet up. And a couple backed out at the last minute. And uh, there was one guy, one guy who was like, hey, man, let's link up. So I was so excited because everything I've done with Deep Clean so far has been virtual. So some of my clients I've I have a personal connection with, so we've met previously, but there's nobody who's come in like green into our program that I've actually had the chance to meet in person. I was super excited, was coming in a day early, making sure I had time to prepare and got to meet up and everything and all this and all that. And then my flights got messed up. I didn't get a chance to, uh, to, to meet up with the client and uh, it was a total fail. And I had recorded an episode um, that was supposed to release like a couple days after that event. And um, I had recorded it prior to even my trip to Texas. So I pre- presumably, or pre- what's the word? I guess I preemptively said, hey, thanks to everybody who you know attended the meetup in, in Austin. It was so good hanging with you guys. It was just this very generic thing. And I totally got caught in my lie because it didn't end up happening. And I admitted that somewhere on the podcast. I forget which episode that was. But uh, anyway, it's just funny how those things work. Anyway, I was in Austin again recently, and this time I had a meetup, and I did actually get to meet up with a client. It was a different one, um, but we had a lot of fun. We actually went to, I did a private dinner this time, which was um, just something different, something different to try um, instead of kind of like a casual meetup. I wanted to do something a little bit more uh, of a value add, and we had a lot of fun. So uh, to you who was there, you know who you are. Uh, It was a lot of fun, had a a really good time, and... um, you know, I know that you guys are listening from all around the world. I know a bunch of you are in America and Canada, uh, but we have people in, I think it's 30 plus countries now that listen to this, epi- uh, this podcast rather. And, you know, <laughs> I think, um, I, I mean, I would love to meet every single one of you one day. I think it'd be amazing. And, um, you know, more doors are opening up to travel now, like, I mean, just logistically from the COVID perspective and uh, with the business here. So I hope I get to meet many more of you guys in the days ahead. Um, but anyways, for those of you who are following me, um, this, this was a happy ending for me. I finally got to actually carry through on one of my plans to do a meetup. So that was fun. Uh, today's episode, guys, we're talking about is it okay to date while you're struggling with porn? Very interesting question. And um, I really, I wanted to talk about this because I don't think I've done a great job addressing this subject in the past, and I'll, I'll explain why in a minute. But the, the conversation actually 
happened in a group coaching call not too long ago and um, and maybe even in our community. I, I, I forget, like our, our online community. Someone had written it out in the comments. I, I forget now. But anyway, somewhere along the way, this question came up. And it was really interesting, really interesting to hear the different responses and, and what people thought. And I guess I realized that because of my story, sometimes that creates this sort of unspoken expectation. Now, in case you need a summary, my story regarding this particular facet of porn recovery is, you know, it took me about five years to kind of get clean. During those five years, I was taught by a mentor that marriage is a magnifier. It will not fix your problems, which I actually thought it would. Um, He explained to me it'll make them worse. And, you know, thank God I trusted him enough to act on that. So I prayed while I was struggling and recovering that God would keep my future wife from me until I got free. And um, God honored it. So February 2016 was the last time I watched. November 2016 is when I met my wife. And so it was really cool. Um, It's it's an amazing story and, and one that I am very proud to share. But I suppose if I don't provide context or an episode like today's, you might think that my belief is you should not get into a relationship unless you're free of porn. And I just thought it would be good to maybe provide some commentary and and bring some clarification because I I could see that even in the group when we were having this discussion, I, I was actually responsible for creating some of the confusion because I've been sharing my story and it sort of sets this plateau, uh, not plateau, it sets this um, I don't know, this, this ideal or this standard. And, um, and so anyway, I, I thought we would just hash it out a little bit. So the, the, the short answer to this question, like, is it okay for me to date while I'm struggling with porn still? The short answer to this question is yes. It is more than okay. Absolutely okay. You have to think about this in a couple of different ways. I, I mean, for starters, we know that meaningful connection is imperative for long-term recovery. So having a romantic relationship in your life can really enhance your overall quality of life. It gives you another reason to wake up in the morning and it could really motivate you to make better decisions with your time. So I think all of those are good reasons that a relationship could actually support you in your recovery, so long as, listen to me carefully, so long as you know that the relationship will not fix the issue. So I've had some guys who come to me, they're like, you know, it's so amazing. Like I used to watch porn all the time. And as soon as we started dating, I was like, okay, I'm done. I'm not going to watch that stuff anymore. And it's been like three months, six months. For some people, it's been years. And I'm like, hey, that's awesome. But number one, like either, either there were other things that were going on that you haven't explained that have led to that kind of success or you haven't healed at all and you're simply just white knuckling it and whatever the issues are underneath the surface, they're going to surface another way. So you have to be careful. You have to be really, really careful. That's sort of the danger of like tr- just trying to be like, okay, now that I'm dating, I'm going to stop. What's much healthier is actually to acknowledge like, okay, yeah, I, I do have an issue but I'm working on it. Here are the steps I'm taking towards it right now. If, if you are confident that, that you can show somebody this area of your life and explain to them how you're going to get free and what's required of you, then I think you're in a great position to get in a relationship. And if somebody can't be with you because of your struggle, they're probably not the right person for you anyway.
So th- this this is a big deal. I I take this really seriously because I don't I don't like it when people are like, oh yeah, that problem. Um, sorry, it's like not for me. I I really take issue with that. To me, it, it's not. Do you have problems? Do you have an issue? It's what are you doing about them? Do you have the character that gives me confidence? You're actually going to deal with this, or are you just saying the right things? You know, those are the things that we're trying to look for, because as you get deeper into a relationship, you become more exposed to the other person's imperfections. So if there's no tolerance for imperfection, then it's going to be really hard to have a successful relationship long term. Now, a couple best practices. I, I Basically, I've given you my answer. Like We could stop recording now, but I do want to help you out a little bit. If you're dating or you're coaching somebody um, who is dating and they struggle with porn, number one, you, you do not owe that information to them up front. So I've had people do that, you know, where they're like, they just feel so bad and they're like, oh, like if this person finds out how messed up I really am, they might, they might leave me. So I'll just tell them now that way, if they want to leave me, they can leave me now. And, you know, we just get the rejection out of the way because that's really what it is. It's a fear of rejection that drives that kind of behavior. And what it does is it, it, it's just so much information early on in a relationship. It's really not necessary. Now, it might come up organically, um, and, and you might get there more quickly than you intended to. Like, I'm, that, there's nothing wrong with that. What I'm saying is you don't have to lead with it, and you don't have to feel like, oh, wow, she better know, or, or, or he needs to know. I know we have some uh, female listeners. Um, like, he, you might feel like, oh, he needs to know, um, because if he finds out later, he might feel like I tricked him. That's not a thing. Don't worry about it. Just take a chill pill. Relax. <sighs> it's going to be okay. Dating is about getting to know each other. You are dating with the purpose of seeing, is this somebody I can marry? Can I spend the rest of my life with them? And if you can, that's awesome. And, and the relationship will progress. And eventually you'll reach that point where you have the conversation. They don't need to know up front. And one of the best things you can do in that time while you are dating is get into a program, get some professional help, start reading resources and listening to, uh, to podcasts. Like do, do whatever it is you need to do to, to start making some progress and healing in this area. Because while it's true that you don't need to have this taken care of uh, before you date, the sooner you have it taken care of, the better your relationship will be. So, one of the best things you can do to serve your relationship is get this thing dealt with. Get it dealt with quickly. So that might mean paying more money to get an expedited journey. It, it might mean that you make some sacrifices. It might mean that you, you have to get up early in the mornings for your sessions or your program or whatever it is or stay up late at night to do the work. Like It, it, it might mean going a little bit above and beyond, but... Isn't that a small price to pay for your own development, let alone the health of the relationship? Um, Those are some really important things to think about. Now, on the other side, okay, I know, because I know some of you listening are going to say, yeah, but I know know that, like, this can create a huge mess. Like, is it really okay that I'm watching porn while I'm dating and everything else? No, of course not. And we're not trying to validate any of those things. What we're trying to say, uh, we, like there's other people in the room, (laughs) what I'm trying to say to you is if you're struggling, um, you're not disqualified from being in a healthy, committed relationship, not even in the slightest. And it would be really silly of you to turn turn down great opportunities that are presenting themselves 
because you've disqualified yourself over an issue that they probably wouldn't disqualify you over. Now, if you start sharing in the relationship and they, they start to say, this is too much for me, I can't handle it, then it's, it's better the relationship ends. It really is. And I shared earlier this week about how, you know, with my ex, I had a really hard time accepting her past. And it was one of the things that really deteriorated our connection. And that's on me. You know, that, that was, she, she should have probably just broken up with me a lot earlier um, if I wasn't going to accept her for who she truly was and the things she had really been through. So it's just, it, it, it's just to give you some context that if you, you date with the purpose of, of vetting for marriage, for long-term commitment, and it means that, that yeah, these conversations have to happen, um, and it's okay that the issue is there. And when you find somebody who says, hey, thanks for telling me. Um, I just want you to know I accept you. I appreciate you. Um, and I'm going to support you through this. That's when you know you, you, you got someone quality. You shouldn't marry that person based on that alone. But that's, that's like a quality response. It, it communicates a lot. So the short answer is yes, it's okay to date when you're still struggling with porn. It's totally okay. But if you really care about the person in the relationship, especially as it gets serious, please make sure you're proactively getting rid of all sexual misbehavior. Because if you don't, it will come back and it will backfire and it will cause way worse problems in the end. So like I said, you should be willing to make whatever sacrifice is necessary financially, time-wise, relationally, socially, whatever it is. Make the sacrifices necessary to get that out of your life. Now, in conclusion, um, you know, I just want to say one of the one of the best things that's going to guarantee success in your relationship is mentors. And if you still don't feel fully settled on this, or maybe you need some clarification on like when do I have the conversation, um, all that kind of stuff, find some mentors in your life. Now, you can reach out to me, uh, podcast at thetheasam.com. I'll happily answer any questions you guys ask there. But I really do encourage you, um, get, some, get some good help. Get some people in your corner to bring clarity. Um, you know, for my wife and I, we've been moving around lately. And so that's one of the things that's on our prayer list is like, God, we want really godly mentors who can guide us and inspire us to have a healthy and successful marriage. Because um, that's an area that we're lacking a bit right now. And in other seasons, we've, we've had people and they've really helped. And uh, we know it's something that we need now. And I'd encourage you to do the same. So thanks for listening, guys. Um, I hope you have an incredible day. I'm really cheering you on. And if you are uh, dating and you're saying, okay, Sathya, I'm, I'm struggling. I know I need some help. I want you to download the Ultimate Recovery Guide for Porn Addiction. Uh, you can get that at ultimaterecoveryguide.com. And this is going to get you a great head start on the recovery journey. It's going to explain everything in full detail. And if, if, what, if what I'm saying there makes sense and um, you're like, okay, I, w- I want a program or I want the next step, um, there's a link there at the bottom. You can book a time in my calendar and uh, we can have a conversation about, uh, about what a solution might look like here at Deep Clean. Much love to all of you guys. Thank you for listening. By the way, it's ultimaterecoveryguide.com. Have a great day. We'll talk soon. Bye-bye. Hey everybody, it's Sophia again. Thanks for listening to Unleash the Man Within. If you enjoyed this episode, it would mean the world to me if you left a rating or review on your podcast platform. Now, I want to take this final moment to invite you to something that I'm really excited about, our deep clean VIP community. Here's the deal. We saw that in this space of manhood, sexuality, and faith, 
there are a lot of unasked questions. They range from relationships to sex to male anatomy, calling, career, and everything in between. We create a deep clean VIP for men like you who want regular coaching from me, VIP access to our podcast guests where you get to interact with some of the world's leading experts in men's health, a monthly seminar, and a community of men from around the world pursuing success in life and integrity in sexuality. Deep Clean VIP provides answers to your deepest questions, hope for a full recovery, and the necessary tools to make that full recovery a reality. If you're ready to take things to the next level, I want you to stop what you're doing right now and sign up for Deep Clean VIP at www.sathiasam.com slash deepcleanvip. The link is in the show notes, but let me give it one more time. That's www.sathiasam.com slash deepcleanvip. Thanks for listening. I look forward to connecting with you very, very soon. The information, opinions, and recommendations presented in this podcast by Sathya Sam and his guests are for general information only and should not be considered medical, clinical, or any other form of professional advice. Any reliance on the information provided is done at your own risk.